0: You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. November 14th, Acts chapters 20-22. to After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, took leave of them, and departed to go into Macedonia. When he had gone through those parts and had encouraged them with many words, he came into Greece. When he had spent three months there, and a plot was made against him by Jews as he was about to set sail for Syria, he determined to return through Macedonia. These accompanied him as far as Asia. So Peter of Berea, Aristarchus and Secundus of the Thessalonians, Gaius of Derby, Timothy and Tychius, and Trophimus of Asia. But these had gone ahead, and were waiting for us at Troas. We sent away, sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came to them at Troas in five days, where we stayed seven days. On the first day of the week, when the disciples were gathered together to break bread, Paul talked with them, intending to depart the next day. And continued his speech until midnight. There were many lights in the upper room where we were gathered together. A certain young man named Eutychus sat in the window, weighed down with deep sleep. As Paul spoke still longer, being weighed down by his sleep, he fell down from the third floor and was taken up dead. Paul went down and fell upon him and embracing him said, don't be troubled for his life is in him. When he had gone up, he had broken bread and eaten and had talked with them a long while, even until break of day. He departed. They brought the boy in alive and were greatly comforted. But we, going ahead to the ship, set sail for Asos, intending to take Paul aboard there, for he had so arranged, intending himself to go by land. When he met us at Asos, we took him aboard and came to Mytilene. Sailing from there, we came the following day opposite Chios. The next day we touched at Samos, and stayed at Troglium, And the day after we came to Miletus for Paul had determined to sail past Ephesus that he might not have to spend time in Asia for he was hastening if it were possible for him to be in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. From Miletus, he had sent to Ephesus and called to himself the elders of the assembly. When they had come to him, he said to them, you yourselves know from the first day that I set foot in Asia, how I was with you all the time, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and with trials, which happened to me by the plots of the Jews, how I didn't shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable, teaching you publicly and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus. Now behold, I go bound by the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions wait for me. But these things don't count, nor do I hold my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy, and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to fully testify to the good news of the grace of God. Now behold, I know that you all, among whom I went about preaching God's kingdom, will see my face no more. Therefore I testify to you today that I am clean from the blood of all men, for I didn't shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Take heed, therefore. To yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the assembly of the Lord and God which he purchased with his own blood. For I know that after my departure, vicious wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Men will arise from among your own selves, speaking perverse things, to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, watch, remembering that for a period of three years I didn't cease to admonish everyone night and day with tears. Now, brothers, entrust you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build up and to give you the inheritance among all those who were sanctified. I coveted no one's silver, gold, or clothing. You yourselves know that these these hands served my necessities and those who were with me. In all things, I gave you an example so that laboring you ought to help the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had spoken these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. Then he wept freely. They all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all because of the word which he had spoken, that they should see his face no more. Then they accompanied him to the ship. Acts chapter 21. When we had departed from them and had set sail, we came with a straight course to Kos and to the next day to Rhodes and from there to Patara. Having found a ship crossing over to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. When we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left hand, we sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre, for the ship was there to unload her cargo. Having found disciples, we stayed there seven days. These said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. When those days were over, we departed and went out on our journey. They all, with wives and children, brought us on our way until we were out of the city. Kneeling down on the beach, we prayed." After saying goodbye to each other, we went on board the ship, and they returned home again. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais. We greeted the brothers and stayed with them one day. On the next day, we who were Paul's companions departed and came to Caesarea. We entered into the house of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. As we stayed there some days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming to us and taking Paul's belt, he bound his own feet and hands and said, The Holy Spirit says, so the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and will deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. When we heard these things, both we and the people of that place begged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready, not only to be bound, but to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. When he would not be persuaded, we ceased, saying, The Lord's will be done. After these days, we took up our baggage and went up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea also went with us, bringing one Manassan of Cyprus, an early disciple, with whom we would stay. When we had come to Jerusalem, the brothers received us gladly. The day following, Paul went in with us to James, and all the elders were present. When he had greeted them, he reported one by one the things which God had worked among the Gentiles through his ministry. They, when they heard it, glorified God. They said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed. And they are all zealous for the law. They have been informed about you, that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, telling them not to circumcise their children and not to walk after the customs. What then? The assembly must certainly meet, for they will hear that you have come. Therefore do what we tell you. We have four men who have taken a vow. Take them and purify yourself with them, and pay their expenses for them, that they may shave their heads. Then all will know that there is no truth in the things that they have been informed about you, but that you yourself also walk, keeping the law. But concerning the Gentiles who believe, we have written our decision that they should observe no such thing, except that they should keep themselves from food offered to idols, from blood, from strangled things, and from sexual immorality. Then Paul took the men. And the next day purified himself and went with them into the temple, declaring the fulfillment of the days of purification until the offering was offered for every one of them. When the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the multitude and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people and the law and this place. Moreover, he also brought Jews into the temple and has defiled this holy place for they had seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, with him in the city, and they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple. All the city was moved, and the people ran together. They seized Paul and dragged him out of the temple. Immediately, the doors were shut. As they were trying to kill him, news came up to the commanding officer of the regiment that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. Immediately, he took soldiers and centurions and ran down to them. They, when they saw the chief captain and the soldiers, stopped beating Paul. Then the commanding officer came near, arrested him, commanded him to be bound with two chains, and inquired who he was and what he had done. Some shouted one thing and some another among the crowd. When he couldn't find out the truth because of the noise, he commanded him to be brought into the barracks. When he came to the stairs, he was carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd. For the multitude of the people followed after, crying out, Away with him! As Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he asked the commanding officer, May I speak with you? He said, Do you know Greek? Aren't you then the Egyptian who before these days stirred up to sedition and led out into the wilderness the 4,000 men of the assassins? But Paul said, I am a Jew from Tarsus in C- in C- in Cilicia a citizen of no insignificant city i beg you allow me to speak to the people when he had given him permission paul standing on the stairs beckoned with his hand to the people when there was a great silence he spoke to them in the hebrew language saying acts chapter 2 22 brothers and fathers listen to the fence which i now make to you when they heard that he spoke to them in the hebrew language they were even more quiet He said, I am indeed a Jew, born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, instructed according to the strict tradition of the law of our fathers, being zealous for God, even as you all are today. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering into prisons both men and women, as also the high priest and all the council of the elders testify from whom also I received letters to the brothers and traveled to Damascus to bring them also who were there to Jerusalem in bonds to be punished. As I made my journey and came close to Damascus, about noon, suddenly a great light shone around me from the sky. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, "'Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me?' I answered, "'Who are you, Lord?' He said to me, "'I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you persecute.'" Those who were with me indeed saw the light and were afraid, but they didn't understand the voice of him who spoke to me. I said, What shall I do, Lord? The Lord said to me, Arise, and go into Damascus. There you will be told about all things which are appointed for you to do. When I couldn't see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus. One Ananias, a devout man according to the law, well reported of by all the Jews who lived in Damascus, came to me and standing by me said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. In that very hour I looked up at him. He said, The God of our fathers has appointed you to know his will and to see the righteous one and to hear a voice from his mouth, for you will be a witness for him to all men of what you have seen and heard. Now, why do you wait? Arise, be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. When I had returned to Jerusalem and while I prayed in the temple, I fell into a trance and saw him saying to me, Hurry and get out of Jerusalem quickly, because they will not receive testimony concerning me from you. I said, Lord, they themselves know that I imprisoned and beat in every synagogue those who believed in you. When the blood of Stephen, your witness, was shed, I also was standing by consenting to his death and guarding the cloaks of those who killed him. He said to me, depart, for I will send you out far from here to the Gentiles. They listened to him until he had said that. Then they lifted up their voice and said, rid the earth of this fellow, for he isn't fit to live. As they cried out, threw off their cloaks and threw dust into the air. The commanding officer commanded him to be brought into the barracks, ordering him to be examined by scourging that he might know for what crime they shouted against him like that. When they tied him up with the thongs, Paul asked the centurion who stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man who is a Roman and not found guilty? When the centurion heard that, he went to the commanding officer and told him, Watch what you're about to do, for this man is a Roman. The commanding officer came and asked him, Tell me, are you a Roman? He said, Yes. The commanding officer answered, I bought my citizenship for a great price, Paul said, but I was born a Roman. Immediately, those who were about to examine him departed from him. And the commanding officer also was afraid when he realized that he was a Roman because he had bound him. But on the next day, desiring to know the truth about why he was accused by the Jews, he freed him from the bonds and commanded the chief priests and all the council to come together and brought Paul down and set him before them. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.